This episode of Patriot Sports is brought to you by Proxy Chore. In this day and age, nobody wants to do things for themselves. You're far too busy flipping houses and propping up multiple PPP loans. You don't have the hours nor the resources to deal with those who've wronged you. You need Proxy Chore. Proxy Chore takes the hard work out of retaliation and charges you a flat fee. Whether the tweaker down the street stole your chainsaw from some more of that sweet, sweet meth, or your ex siphoned your 401k to an offshore bank account and then took off with her personal trainer, you don't have to worry about getting your hands dirty. Proxy Chore's technicians scan the dark web for a variety of contractors who can even the score on your behalf. Where did all these power tools come from? Don't ask questions. All you need to know is it's been taken care of. Proxy chore. It's like DoorDash for revenge. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it like the red blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Today, I'm glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews. It says here, thank them personally and in detail. Like this one. From Viking Dad D20. Great show. Five stars, obviously. Fun listen. Glad he survived a ginger youth. I think he's talking about you, Chris. Or this one from Walter Dinson. This is a heater. Five stars, obviously. I'm so happy I found this podcast. I've listened to so many. This one is amazing. That's what you should do. You should go listen to so many. Anyways, coach is off doing coach things. He might stop by. But the important thing is Chris is here. Therefore, we're up and running. Angela is over there with her, I believe, Plank Road Brewery shirt on. It's it's a great representation of Milwaukee area. And John, of course, he was a little late, but he's more beautiful (laughs) for the wear. Oh, I'm great. How are you doing, John? Um, Well, I'm going to Belize this weekend. I had to get some last minute things for that. That's a problem we'd (laughs) all like to have, isn't it? In between uh, being on an island and then being in a cave. And being in a Mayan temple, I will try to phone in. That's a no. <laughs> Holy shit, Mayan temples. I got to take a sabbatical. This guy has been to France, and now he's going to climb Mayan temples, yeah. probably get some kind of curse on him. I'm on the lookout. Know. That sounds awesome. I've seen that Brady I've Bunch heard. episode, so <laughs> I think I'm well prepared. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you've seen oh, that in yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple, you are good. I've heard the uh, yeah. best scuba diving in the world is in Belize. Yeah, not certified for scuba, but I will be doing some snorkeling, which is pretty rad. Good enough. Yeah. You get, you get the gist with snorkeling. Snorkeling is like the, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to be it. right Activity. next to that like, shark. Yeah, I get it. I know what you're, yeah, I know what you're doing. I see the colorful fish. I'm good. Angela, I'm have not, you ever it's definitely been to on my Belize? List, though. It has been for a long time, so... And I have a couple of connections there. So why am I not? Wait, what? I know, right? (laughs) It was for a place to stay. I'm assuming it's too late, John. (laughs) Yeah, everything's booked. And let me tell you, uh, everything is non-refundable. Down there, it's give us your money now or you're not staying here. Yeah. What do you think? You're the only guy who wants to come to Belize? Give me a break. This shit is non-refundable. Anyway. 
We should do a show. You may have noticed a bonus episode in your podcast feed this week. We have a couple bouncing around in the hopper that have yet to be released. So I'm going to be putting those out in the next week or so. Don't get all of a sudden thinking that we're going to give you three a week, though. Don't set the bar there. Not just yet. But there is football. So I'm going to be strapped to this microphone pretty much for the duration. Camp notes. Ken Walker is having hernia surgery. Seattle continues to be cursed. John, do you remember a time when Seattle had a Ooh. healthy backfield? You're talking about Marshall Lynch um, was the last time I can think of. Yeah. The speed racer the himself. At that point, so. And then he went into acting after that. He was on an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was recently on an episode of uh, Will Ferrell's new sh- or Will Arnett's new show. And uh, now he's, he's awaiting trial, I think. What is that show, that Will Arnett show? I watched yeah, all of them. Yeah, it's just it's improv murder mysteries. They're great. <laughs> yeah. You come in cold and Will Arnett is a murder detective yeah. and you're working it's a great. case with him and it's all improv. <laughs> and oh, it, it is great. The Marshawn interview mm-hmm. or the Marshawn episode is awesome. I love Marshawn Lynch. Angela, yeah. do you love Marshawn Lynch? I think everybody does. I think that DUI thing, like nobody even... Took right. him down They're one like, spot oh, in their did, rankings. Oh no, did that happen? Really? Did that really happen? Okay. He's not hurt, is he? Right, no. right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. No, right. Everybody loves him. Okay. <laughs> oh. Melvin Gordon said, and fantasy football bros are losing their shit over this. Melvin Gordon said that coaches want Javante to be the guy. Everybody thought it was going to be a split backfield in Denver, but. They might be handing it to the kid or Melvin Gordon is just in his feelings corner again. Like when he demanded to leave then San Diego could be either Zach Wilson having knee surgery. He's going to be out a few weeks. I hope his, uh, no, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to do low hanging fruit today. They say Michael Thomas is all the way back. I'll believe that when I see it. Antonio Gibson is in the doghouse. He is running with the punt team. I think Ron Rivera hates his guts. I don't know what he did, but Ron Rivera, I don't think he had anything to do with drafting him. Maybe that's the problem, but I see a lot of quotes coming out and they can't be real. The internet puts shit in front of you all the time. That's not real. And quotes are one of the main things it does mess you up with. So some of the things I've seen, it can't be what he's saying. But things aren't great. Damian Pierce, the rookie, is the clear running back one in Houston. Um, The Watson decision came down today. It's final. It's over. If you've noticed, there's been very little Watson coverage coming from Patriot Sports HQ. We're here to have fun, not talk about rape. Uh, I'm I'm not a lawyer, so what the fuck am I even going to say? What I will say is this. At this point, he better throw 50 touchdowns and about four picks every year forever to justify this whole thing for the Browns. And they're standing by him now. Uh, Did you see that, Angela? The Browns issued a statement like supporting him or kind of, I wouldn't say supporting him, but essentially saying we are still 100% behind this. I saw that. I definitely saw that. And I don't, as much as what I've been following everything, the, the craziest part about what I've been seeing is that, you know, him making this weird apologetic statement and then also turning around and making this ultimately super weird, like, you know, 
I stand by my innocence statement. Like, I don't know how you can do both of those things at one time in a matter of 24 hours or whatever it was. A little bit shocking. Um, Surprising. Yeah, I don't know. Disappointing. Absolutely. Super weird. I just, I, he's so strange to me. The way that he's been acting and his responses to it. I'm sure somebody told him to shut up and not talk. But when he has been, it's just, it's the weirdest mixture of stuff that's coming out of his mouth that I just, he's an, he's an, he's an idiot. (laughs) He's trying to walk this razor's edge of, I didn't do anything, but also I'm sorry, forgive me. No. And you can't play both cards. He's. He needs to lean in and go full villain, but I think he wants to be liked too much. You can tell that he wants to repolish his image, but he kind of just needs to keep his head down. And uh, again, with Marshawn Lynch, just say, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Uh, It is what it is at this point, and I'm trying to move forward. Call me a scumbag, whatever. It's all probably accurate. I just want to play football. I hope Um, that's what it is. Like, I hope it's not. First game back against Houston. Right. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. I think they did that for two reasons. One, the obvious one, the TV ratings. And two, he needs six games played for this to count as a season. So they're going to fuck him out of that. That'll hurt him and the Browns, I believe, financially. And he's paying $5 million, which is what? 2.7% of his, just the money he got paid. Not even the money he already had. So this is obviously really hitting his pocketbook. I found the statement from the Browns. This is from D and Jimmy Haslam, the owner and his wife. As we have previously conveyed, Deshaun and his representatives have abided by the NFL and NFLPA structure awaiting a final decision, and we have respected the process. Now that a decision on discipline has been reached, we understand this is a real opportunity to create meaningful change, and we are committed to investing in programs in Northeast Ohio that will educate our youth regarding awareness, understanding. I'm pretty sure LeBron James did all that a billion times over in Ohio. Any program with awareness or (laughs) education or just building a whole GD school, LeBron's already done it. Go to, go to somewhere else, go to Indiana. They need things. (laughs) They need things. They're getting all this money together, right? So he's paying the fine. The NFL is kicking in money for programs for awareness that, for towards sexual assault. And I'm like, who's the programs for? Is it for the players in the NFL? Like, how could I not think about that, right? And the other thing that I thought was so crazy to me was, you know, they're talking about his horrible conduct. Okay, fine. That's great. It's totally true. Um, but this whole thing is going to get spun probably like the whole Tiger Woods thing. Like anytime somebody gets caught for doing something sexually inappropriate, you go to rehab and then you become like a poster child because you shared your story because you have a problem. And like, I Mm -hmm. hope to hell that doesn't happen. No, no, this is post me too. They're never going to let this go. They're going to call him a scumbag everywhere he goes forever. The Browns close with. Since Deshaun entered our oh entered our building and then exited and then entered and then exited and then entered, he has been an outstanding member of our organization and shown a true dedication to working on himself, I bet, both on and off the field. We will continue to support him as he focuses on earning the trust of our community. Statement from Yeah, whatever, D. man. I just threw up in my <laughs> mouth. Okay. 
We're pot committed. Just say that. We're pot Back to committed. the awareness End thing. Quote. I just find it ironic that the NFL is working so diligently to lower the awareness of one of their players' sexual misconduct. Then after it all comes full circle, we're like, never mind. We're going to raise awareness about everybody else's sexual misconduct so that we look normal. Okay. Yeah. On to way better, more mm-hmm. fun things. Hard knocks. I don't know. I don't know what's worse in that town, the sports teams or the sports jingles. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. It's a great sports town. Watch the Red Wings or see the Lions. They keep on trying. That's all one can do. Like, who yeah. the fuck wrote that? I'm so, We're going to have to go another direction. You got to fire that guy. <laughs> you can't. And then, and then. Smash cut to catching smallmouth bass on Lake Michigan. You want to win me over? You just did it. I'm gonna. I'm bolted to the couch at this point. Then you got Deuce Staley asking aggressive and problematic questions of his players, like, "Did you study? How long?" I thought, "Wow, are they asking those questions down in Arizona?" And, right. and is that okay? Yeah, there's so many things I want to say, but I, I won't. We'll let it. We'll let it pass. <laughs> Hydration. Hydration, huge with Dan Campbell. Hydrate, 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 he said about a dozen times. Um, Devin Funches, so Mm. that's where Devin Funches ended up. Good for him. He's on a football team. That made me happy. Uh, Rodrigo, this kid coach keeps talking about. Boy, he is awesome. Yeah, but they call him Rodrigo. I immediately, while I was watching, I started looking where I could put a defensive rookie of the year bet on this kid, and nobody has it. Scared. Hate to say it, and uh, I might regret this, but I feel like he moves like Erlacher, the way he runs downhill and just delivers a punch in that one preseason game. He's got that yeah, heat-seeking he missile look he to him, like Erlacher did. Possibly my favorite bear that mm-hmm. I was alive to watch play. He was a great dude, even when like it was a heated oh, rivalry. Yeah. I was like Brian Erlach, a classic guy you he had could a lot have of a beer beers. with. In, the man uh, had a lot of beers. Sports. <laughs> I was uh, especially freaked out uh, by uh, when they were uh, showing that little segment about Amon Ross uh, St. Brown, where he was mm-hmm. talking about and listing off like militantly all of the people who were drafted yeah. before him. And I was like, oh, damn, that's the guy oh, yeah. out of his way. <laughs> like, Yo, he's got oh, a personality yeah. disorder. <laughs> okay. Because only psychopaths do stuff like that, <laughs> which may serve him well in the NFL. Right? Yeah. I mean, it, he may have gotten that determination, let's call it, from his dad, who's a two-time Mr. Universe. Boy, that guy likes yeah. to lift a couple of That was weights. unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> him and uh, Equinemius <laughs> lifting. Gosh, I, I just yep. kept thinking... Like, uh, that guy would have sucked to have had as a dad. You know, he just slaps you in the face Saturday morning and says, we're lifting. <laughs> and when you're 12. <laughs> yep. Okay. My whole, <laughs> yep. my whole thing was like, how yep. long is it going to take protein. before they get this guy's ass in the, in the weight room with everybody and <laughs> whip some mm-hmm. guys into shape? I was like, he might have. Well, he's the, <laughs> yeah. he's that epitome like, of, of a player's dad like all that these oversteps the boundaries. No doubt he's asked. No doubt he is knocking on Dan Campbell's door oh. and saying, just let me in there. I'll whip him into shape. He's like, uh, he's got to be like 
LeVar they have like a diffuser, like where there's a guy who's always somewhere buffering there. between him and Campbell. So that this way Campbell doesn't have to listen to his ideas for what to do next. <laughs> yeah. You see that protein he was, he yeah. was hawking Unlike with his LeVar product Ball. placement on his shirt and his hat. It was something protein. Um, I, I'd like to have uh, my nutritionist friend look at that and see how shady it is. <laughs> yeah. He's a two time <laughs> Mr. Universe, sir. How dare you? <laughs> He's like all these players blowing out their Achilles. I like like Kevin Durant. I got a question for Kevin Durant. Yeah. When's exactly. the last time you did a calf raise? Like I love awesome. this guy. <laughs> I maybe I think I need a little less of the Me Hutchinson too. family though. Are we? And we're doing we're doing <laughs> Hutch clothing that. already. That's that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna launch a clothing brand. Okay. All right. Yeah, they're uh, there's they're just something lovely family. They're just like, very uh, annoying about them. When I watch them, I'm just kind of like, yeah. I, I really fast forward. You know, the the women are are talking about what's happening on the field, and and uh, How dare they? <laughs> cool, right? It's not I, Michigan. I just find it's myself Detroit, wanting right? to fast forward. Uh, you can you can call me a sexist if you want. Even when the dad talks, it's like, I, I don't necessarily want to hear a family member talk about what's happening on the field. It's the most biased, uneducated viewpoint we could possibly have. I did catch what the editor did, though, when he when they were showing the family up in the box and then Hutchinson's down there making plays and they're panning across and they put a full frame on the mom. And the, the announcer says, you want to talk about coming out of the box fast? I'm like, whoa, guy. Oh, I should I should leave that out. I'm I'm observing. I can't help that. NIL deals. I saw some great NIL deals this week. DeColdis Crawford, probably the best one. DeColdis Crawford for mm-hmm. SOS heating and cooling. If your air conditioning isn't oh. DeColdist, call <laughs> SOS heating and cooling. I mean, that's beautiful. And then What's his name? Robert Griffin had actually a respectable tweet for once. He said people are going to be naming their kids La Rolls Royce or De Rolls Royce. (laughs) Bijan Robinson got a mustard deal. It's uh, Bijan Mustardson. Dijon Mustardson. (laughs) How many puns can we jam in to athletics right now? I'm going to put real effort into finding these two. I Mm -hmm. want to know about all the NIL deals because they're they're brilliant. Will Rogers, uh, I believe Mississippi State. Will Rogers Simmons Erosion Control will donate one thousand dollars to make a wish for every touchdown he throws. Isn't that fantastic? What a guy! Wow, Angela, I expected Aww. at least one off. Like that, Mike Tomlin, one of our favorite guys. He's just driving through Pittsburgh one day. He sees a couple kids in the street fighting. He pulls over, gets out of the car. And, you know, fucking Mike Tomlin walks up to these kids. They stop fighting. So they're like, holy shit, it's Mike Tomlin. And he's like, hey, those bug guys. what y'all doing? <laughs> stop that fight. You want to play some football? <laughs> and he, and he uh, invited them to, he set up like a practice for them. And he's got them, you know, doing drills and shit. And he invited them all to a Steelers practice. Now all these kids are like on the right track or, you know. They're they're taking a step in the right direction it's anyway. They're not the way you describe it, it sounds like he was rewarding them for fighting. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. Yeah. Finish this out. You wanna you wanna try out? Beat his ass. That's 
Yeah, there needs to be one Mike Tomlin. It's like the uh, unbreakable. There needs to be one Mike Tomlin per square mile in the United States. We wouldn't have all these problems we have right now. I'll tell you that. You put a Mike Tomlin. One thing I like about Mike Tomlin is that he embraces the chain. He wears a chain, and then it becomes like an accessory for him, where he like clips his little pen on it. So (laughs) the guy's just got swagger. He does, yeah. For sure. That's awesome. <laughs> He's the best. <clears throat> oh, I got another ad. I heard you uh, talked about ad. Corn Pop last time. Yeah. I listened oh, you weren't to here it. for the, what was yeah. that? Neighbor Corn Raider. Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> yeah. And he ran some bad boys. <clears throat> oh, no, that was a different one. We were talking about somebody else. Oh, Corn Pop who beat up Corn Pop who was beating people in his front yard with the baseball bats. Who would steal that was corn pop? That was corn pop too. He's a bad dude. He's a bad dude. <laughs> He's a bad dude. This episode of Patriot Sports is brought to you by Proxy Chore. In this day and age, nobody wants to do things for themselves. You're far too busy flipping houses and propping up multiple PPP loans. You don't have the hours nor the resources to deal with those who've wronged you. You need Proxy Chore. Proxy Chore takes the hard work out of retaliation and charges you a flat fee. Whether the tweaker down the street stole your chainsaw from some more of that sweet, sweet meth, or your ex siphoned your 401k to an offshore bank account and then took off with her personal trainer, you don't have to worry about getting your hands dirty. Proxy Chore's technicians scan the dark web for a variety of contractors who can do the, who can even the score on your behalf. Where did all these power tools come from? Don't ask questions. All you need to know is it's been taken care of. Proxy chore. It's like DoorDash for a little for wet work. I just watched Horrible Bosses <laughs> this week, and uh, they remind me of uh, just scanning oh. uh, some website for, for wet work. The first Horrible Bosses was really up there with office space. It's very, very funny. Jason Bateman can't miss. This just came across my desk. The Zappers. Remember the Zappers? The quarterback who lit up a joint after he threw a touchdown pass and said, blaze up, my friends. And then he got cut. Um, They won the championship of the fan-controlled football league. I don't know how or where, but they keep tweeting about how they're champions. champions. So they won. Yeah, I mean, America wins. (laughs) America wins. Yeah, when we you did think it. about it like that, I think we all get a piece of this one, John. We won our first hey. championship, Patriot Good Sports Radio. Good for us. Look at that first year first year of the know. podcast. We're taking home championships. Uh I just I just decided this last week. Um I want to do a live stream the day before the football season starts, where I go through all thirty two teams and give predictions for each. Some are saying he can't do it. Some are saying he hasn't thought this through. Half of them are probably right. On September the 10th, football's eve, I will be hosting a massive live stream kickoff event in which I will be giving a rundown of every NFL team, complete with win-loss prediction for the season. In the coming weeks, I will train for this event the same way James trains for football with rigorous drills that involve pool noodles and exercise balls. I want to leave nothing to chance. I want to be ready. Now, can we, can we live stream right to YouTube? to Twitter. I'm not sure. These are Chris questions. Don't ask me. Did you see Jordan Davis truck Cam Jurgens about 10 oh. yards back in that drill? That was Wow. Cam Jurgens weighs over 300. I He looks like a, a smaller guy compared to it Jordan was. Davis. That was crazy. And then, of course, the internet went insane with it, and 
this is the best part. Jordan Davis came out and said, I don't like what you guys are doing with this because he's beaten me on multiple reps. And that just happened to be one where I got him. So good player, even better human. The media is going to love that guy. I think he's being underrated, like how far he dropped in the draft. I mean, I get he's a D tackle. They don't get the sacks. But if you get a guy who can tie up two linemen every time, I mean, that's valuable no matter where he's at. I don't know. I'm a big Jordan Davis fan. I hope he does well. I would have liked to see him in the in the Green Bay, but we just don't need a guy like that. Speaking of the Green Bay, your daily Daubs. <clears throat> I'm brainstorming Romeo Daubs shirts as we speak. Uh, he was out there catching footballs again against Marshawn Lattimore in joint practice. And then I learned A.J. Dillon selected Aaron Rodgers and Romeo Daubs with his ninth and 10th round picks in his fantasy draft. Who's he, Who's closer to the situation than A.J. Dillon? Nobody. He knows. He knows. But then I saw something else about Rodgers bitching about he did that. rookie wide receivers. I like which, it. Yeah, back to his old self. Maybe he needs maybe he needs a little another little. Well, I would think so because I thought that I heard that he was, you know, practicing self love and <laughs> unconditional love. <laughs> so what the hell, man? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you know, you got to whip these guys into shape. And it's not their fault that there's a huge hole in your wide receiver core right now. It's it's nobody's fault, right? It's definitely not Aaron's fault. So, yeah, he should be taking out all of his aggression on those that are left after he let Devontae Adams walk because he wanted money. I think you got to be careful with that. I'm just saying, like – it's better to build people up in a way in which you're critiquing them, but being, I don't know, not babying them, but constructive criticism and like pushing them like it's in you. Like I know he was like, oh, you know, the organization is like, we're all legends and like the, the history of the team and what we need to do. And I just hope that it was positive because if you're preaching to people out of fear, it doesn't go anywhere at all. And I don't know. I feel like that's probably one of the differences that separates him from Brady, dare I say it. But I just look at him as more of a positive leader. And like, what can we do better next time instead of like yelling at people? I don't know. Maybe I have it wrong, but that's what I see. Yeah, I found the article. This is from Saints Wire, too, so it's going to be as ruthless as possible. Oh, this may be a shocker, but the team that stunned Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers by a margin of 38-3 to last year just spent a couple days frustrating them again in practice. Of course you worked that in. Anyways, what he said was, the young guys, especially young receivers, we've got to be way more consistent, he told Rob Domovsky. A lot of drops, a lot of bad route decisions, running the wrong route. We've got to get better in that area. I'm not sure who he was talking about. I'm sure it wasn't, you know, 87. He's out there being perfect. But this kind of brings me back out of my honeymoon phase with the football coming up, getting all excited. I remember when we were on... The Acme Packers show, I said, this might be one of the worst Packers teams we've seen in a long time. (laughs) And I'm back to being worried about that now. Just two (laughs) comments has sent me off the edge. I I actually, all sarcasm aside, I do like the fact that he came out and said that because it implies that they don't know what they're doing. It's not that they suck. The drops are one thing, but 
you know, if you're a professional wide receiver and you're running the wrong routes, um, yeah, I mean, maybe you deserve to get called out in the media by somebody who is as calculated as Aaron Rodgers. There's, there's more to it than just being a dick. He probably just wants to add a little pressure on the core that's in the room right there and get the most out of them. And this is what preseason is for, honestly. Like, it's not going to be perfect right away. It's just not. And if anybody's going to be able to whip everybody together, it's him. You know, it's definitely something he can probably or work or work to his best ability to fill the gaps. So I can't believe I didn't. Uh, I must have just not put it in the rundown. The Big Ten mm-hmm. struck a deal with. <laughs> Fox, CBS, yeah, kind of a confusing and rate. NBC, yeah. seven billion. Yeah, um, NBC will air Big Ten games in prime time beginning in 2023. Get ready for a lot of three yards and a cloud of dust. Have fun with that in prime time. Uh, with Big Ten games in the 3:30 window beginning in 2024, CBS. Big Ten games airing in 23. Fox, still a big piece of the Big Ten. But yeah, it's all over the place. But suffice to say, everybody's getting rich. And this is why you see conferences breaking up. You want to be in one of these conferences that gets the big payday because this TV money just gets split evenly, doesn't it? Like Rutgers is going to get a massive check. The same check that UCLA gets. I know that they're which talking, doesn't make any sense. They're talking about because it's going to end up on regular TV. They don't expect to lose anything because of ratings. Like it, it'll, they'll be just fine because most people are still in that market and not streaming. But is so is ESPN slowly dying? Is that what's going to happen eventually? <laughs> it's like no, okay. no. <laughs> Short answer, no. <laughs> but they are Disney is looking to maybe spin off ESPN, which would change ESPN a little bit. Separate topic. And when I say Disney, I mean <laughs> activist investors who uh, don't want Disney to own ESPN. Disney owns, I mean, what doesn't Disney own at this point? They don't own the Green Patriots Bay Packers. Radio. They don't own the Green Bay Packers. They don't own Patriot Sports Radio or any other publicly owned company. So we'll just stay that, I guess. Uh, what else we got? Oh, I created a sleeper squad. I'm going to post the link to that probably by the time you hear this. It's essentially a chat room. If you're on sleeper and you have your fantasy football league on sleeper, then it'll just be another, you know, league slash thing that you're part of on there. And it's essentially what it is, a chat room that everybody's in. And it also has a bunch of over under picks that you can make for real hardcore hard cold American cash hardcore possibly (laughs) I mean it depends what you did for that money but you just pick like Aaron Jones is gonna have over 54 and a half rushing yards this guy's gonna do this this guy's gonna do this and then you put your five bucks in and it pops up in the chat that you you know Angela selected these three Vikings to go under because they all they're terrible (laughs) at football and she understands that. And I'm like, wow, that's a great bet. I just click copy. Boom. Now my I have $5 on it too. And we're all winning. We're just having a big party in there. 
So I'm not sure how it's all going to work. Maybe it'll be a shit show. Maybe it won't. I guess it depends on how you people act. What else we got? Oh, I I placed the irresponsible wager. It has been decided on and placed. So this season, we are all Lamar Jackson fans. We want Lamar Jackson to have his best season yet and win the most valuable player award. If that happens, then we'll be able to buy that uh, Roadcaster Pro thing. Maybe even fly out to Vegas to celebrate. Yes. Um, Yeah. Big money. No whammies. He has put on 18 pounds of muscle. He's in a contract year. They have an easy schedule. I don't see. Ooh. Hey, I want a baseball bet. How about that? Thanks, Moonoff. Shout out Moonoff for that uh, baseball bet. He put, he gave out an over. In in the Yankees game, and he put two units in parentheses. I've never seen that before. I was like, holy shit. He's never been more sure about anything in his life. So, yeah, that worked out. So, anyways, the Lamar Jackson bet. I I had a, uh, what you call, odd number of cents and whatever, and we just had a good week in golf. So, instead of $100, I put $120 and 29 cents to win 2,405 and 80 cents. That would buy us a Roadcaster Pro and two tickets to Las Vegas, I believe. I think that would get it done. So nobody draft Lamar Jackson, at least ahead of time, because I need him on my fantasy team. I want to be fully invested in Lamar Jackson and Saquon Barkley. I'm going full high risk this year. It's the only way to live. The planet might explode. I mean, it's time to draft high-risk players. Holy shit, 33 minutes? Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. I burned through the list and I expect I something coach to, to talk here. about. <laughs> <laughs> I have some running back stuff. Okay. I'll do this running backs thing and then you can do your thing and that'll fucking, it. that'll be an episode. Beautiful. Um, I spent the better part of an afternoon going through every week, one game from 2017 to present, looking at how many carries each running back had in that game to see if I could find any kind of trends or something I can bet on profit from in week one and see this is why i am not a data numbers nerd guy i didn't find anything cool nothing useful i did that much work there better be a payoff so all i noticed was some coaches like to spread carries around over three or four running backs so maybe there'll be an under opportunity or two there um the elite elite guys get 20 plus carries but that's probably the line So I don't think I'm going to mess with that. Mostly it's about a dozen. However, I did get this pretty cool nugget from Jason Moore of the fantasy footballers. Running backs who get fewer than 13 carries in week one almost always underachieve on the season. They're horrible for fantasy football and they don't meet any of the expected marks as far as yardage, touchdowns, etc. And according to him, this stat holds pretty true. So... I'm going to be, and what was interesting is that's the most common number I came across in my week one researches was 12, 13 carries. Like there's, it's either that 25 or like six. So I don't think there's an angle there. Waste of time. Fucking math. Like I told my teacher, I'm not going to use this shit. And then when I do, it does nothing for me. Take lessons from John. (laughs) I don't know. I'm off in the ditch here. Yeah. Oh, I could try. What I'll try to do is just pass it off to John. There's no secrets will be revealed until we set up a paywall. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, Angela, what's your thing? Did you happen to see um, in the news links that your quarterback has a bust of freaking Nick Cage in his locker? (laughs) Did you see this? And I have to be honest, like I was watching this clip at work and I'm like, what? the sound was off, of course. I'm like, what the hell is that? He's got a head and it looked like John Voight. So I'm like, he's got a head of Mickey Donovan in his locker. Like what the hell's going on? And then I was like, oh, that's supposed to be Nick Cage. And then somebody made a joke about, <laughs> you know, the Hall of Fame busts and what those look like. And so this is the, that's the Aaron Rodgers that I love. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> What the hell's going on? <laughs> Leave it to Packers fans to send That's the weirdest fantastic. stuff to the players they love. Yeah, that doesn't happen in Chicago. He just embraced it, too. I mean, I mean, you know, if you look at it this way, it's oh, fan-owned. Wow. So if your boss sends you a head, you kind of have to throw it in your locker, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, right. It looks yeah. like a Hall of Fame bus. It's supposed to be <laughs> Nick Cage, but it looks I think it looks <laughs> like John Voight or maybe... Uh, John Voight. <laughs> I think it looks. Or, I'm gonna have to pause it here. <laughs> I, yeah, I could see that. Or uh, it's one of those things that looks like it does. Right. I'm not seeing Nick Cage though. It's pretty Look creepy that. and funny at the same time. That's <laughs> I don't know clay, clay color. He looks or, like a relief pitcher. So I don't know. Like, I'm, uh, he looks kind of like the guy. Who played the relief pitcher in Major oh, League? I'll have to Corbin look. Burnson? No, the the relief pitcher. What the hell was his name? What's this Olay <laughs> bullshit? Complete with the accent. <laughs> nice. That'll help well, your picture it better. You're yeah. verbal. <laughs> you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> that guy. I don't know. So do you think they're gonna dress it up and put hats on it and like just go like Oh, yeah. It's going to be a thing. Aaron Jones has already got his sunglasses on it, I bet. Well, speaking of Hall of Fame busts, did you hear what Dion said about it? How basically there needs to be another tier because they're letting in too many people into the Hall of Fame. And he's literally like, quote, I don't need my bust next to some of these guys. (laughs) (laughs) And he's right. And he's right. The people that just that got have been voted in. You should have at least heard of them. That's my problem. And, and yeah. Let's stop putting in freaking referees. No one gives a shit about referees. And no punters, no kickers. That's my rant. Not even Vinatieri. As much as I loved Brad Maynard in a Bears uniform, no. He's not, he's not Hall of Fame, even if he were that caliber. Did you guys ever have a grammatical Martin? brother no. in Chicago? No. He's the one who blew oh, out his yeah. knee oh, celebrating. Maybe one exception for Sebastian Janikowski or the dude from the Patriots that kicked him into the a couple playoff victories a couple times, like blanking on his name. Maybe an exception, but I'll be damned if we keep putting referees and umpires into Hall of Fames. It's just dumb. They should have their own. Do they have their own Hall of Fame? Are they into the respective sport that they're in? I don't know. Is there a fucking nerd Hall of Fame? <laughs> Nobody dislikes refs and umpires more than me. Across the board. Looking at you, Angel Hernandez. We all are. We all are looking at him. <laughs> it's just such... They're so arrogant and cocky. 
that of course they found their way into the Hall of Fame. Good for you. You can watch a game with discrimination. Sweet. That's John's yeah. Hall of Fame rant. Fantastic. <laughs> One for the books. Yeah. I think that's as good of an ending place. Roquan still has no home. Yeah, but no kidding. It was found that he was using uh, unofficial NFLPA sanctioned uh, agents to try to shop around the league, which means uh, different Gmails for his account. And they put out an APB on that shit, too. They're like, hey, everybody, just so you know, don't deal with this guy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hope that gets settled soon. We need him on the defense because we're not going to be great yeah. on the defense. They're playing right now, and I feel like I feel like the defense is no. But according good. to texts I've been receiving throughout, we actually look like a professional football offense, which is a huge step in the right direction. Thank you, everyone, for listening. It's pretty crazy that all these people want to hear us talk about sports this much. But if that's what you people want, then that's what we'll do. It says for the people right on our shit. How's it going to look if we don't do what the people want? If you love us so much, why don't you marry us or at least give us a five-star review that I'm always bugging you about? Holy shit, dude. We get it. Okay. Okay. How about this? Leave the review. Don't leave the review. I don't care. Was that convincing at all? No. They know I'm obsessed with the reviews by now. Anyway. We have a website now. Shout out literally Heather. So I'm not going to list our social medias anymore. I will simply direct you to PatriotSportsNow.com for any and all things you may be looking for. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.